0: On today's Dinging Corners, we're looking back at the top performers from the first half of the season. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's show. Welcome, everyone, to Dinging Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slab Stocks. I'm your host, Nate, and today we are looking back at some of the top guys from the first half of the season the best hitter, the best pitcher, the best all around player, Wink, Wink, Shohei Otani, and then also the best minor league pitcher and the best mi- or minor league hitter. Uh, there are going to be some, you know, my choice you might not agree with me you might say to yourself the MLB side you pretty much have to agree with me but on the minor league side there's a number of guys that we could have gone with that uh you know you're probably going to disagree with me but that's okay the nice thing is in the minor leagues there's going to be so many guys that were amazing at hitting and pitching that I didn't choose and then some guys that I did choose that you might not be expecting so it'll be fun it'll be fun Let me get going, sharing the screen here. Before I begin, before we get into it, I want to bring up something. If you go to slabstocks.com slash shop, click on shop, you will find the shop page has a number of boxes in it. UFC Prism, uh, Stadium Club, 2021 Stadium Club, Upper Deck the Cup Hobby, NBA Noir from 2021, and then also a SP Game Use Edition Golf from uh, 2021. And these are all Camp Kesem breaks. If you join, if you buy a pack or a card, Noir is just one random card. If you buy a pack or a card, you get into a break and all of the money, all of the money, 100% of the money goes to Camp Kesem. We don't keep any of it. So if you spend $165 to get a card, all $165 go to Camp Kesem. Now, you're probably asking yourself, if you haven't you know, listened to our live streams or anything, what in the wide world is Camp Kesem? And it is a charity that sends kids every summer to camp. And these kids come from families where the parents have cancer. So they are you know, they are having to deal with life struggles of having a parent go through cancer or having gone through cancer or having passed away from cancer. They get to get out of the house um, and get away and get away from those struggles for a little bit and enjoy a week's worth of camp. And so uh, I think it's pretty good cause. I really do. I think it's nice for these kids to get away from life's stresses, you know, eight year olds, 14 year olds, 16 year olds, However old you are, it's not easy. I don't have any experience in this situation, but I can't imagine it's easy to deal with having a parent have cancer and everything that goes along with that, not only just the fear and the worry about your parents, but also the financial burden. And all of a sudden, maybe you got to do things, maybe you got to go camping uh, when you were younger and then your parent goes through cancer the money go, dries up and now you don't get to do anything fun as a kid that stinks. They get to have a fun time at Camp Kesem. It costs about $500 to send a kid to camp. And so with every pack we sell, we get a little bit closer to se- sending one kid to camp. And so if you are looking to get into breaks, I would ask you to get into these breaks. Um, it is a good cause. And... Uh, you can't beat that so please if you're looking to get into breaks today i would ask you to consider getting into our camp custom charity breaks for the kids all right on to our main thing and there is no slideshow today we are just doing chrome tabs because i'm not smart enough to figure out how to get slab pro without just taking a screenshot into the uh slideshow so we're just doing chrome tabs here we go best hitter of the first half of 2021 season is none other than vladimir guerrero jr i mean how could you choose any different you can see his graph there we've got his tops chrome psa 10 and just to read off his stats real quick he's leading the league in batting average with a 332 average he's leading in on base percentage with a 430 on base He's leading in OPS with 1,089 OPS, and he's leading in OPS Plus with a 193 OPS Plus. He also leads the league in RBI with 73. He's behind Otani in home runs. He's got 28 home runs to Otani's 33, so he's a bit behind. But if he were to catch up, he would be on pace for the Triple Crown, which never happens. And the last time somebody won the Triple Crown, shout out... um, Miguel Cabrera, thank you. Uh, Shout out Miguel Cabrera. He won the MVP, even though he probably didn't deserve it because Mike Trout deserved it. And now you fast forward. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. could win the MVP, but Otani or the Triple Crown, but Otani will probably win the MVP, and so you have a Triple Crown winner not beating an Angel this time for the MVP. So, Guerrero Jr. definitely the best hitter in the league by a long shot. Um, 1,089 OPS is unbelievable. And so if we're looking at his prices here, you can see six month trend and we are all the way down, all the way down to $131 for a Topps Chrome base PSA 10. And then we fluctuate, 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 fluctuate. And we were pretty much above by at least $20 the rest of the summer from the low point six months ago and then we rose and we rose and we got all the way up past 300 bucks uh a high of 330 and then we've steadily been dropping um not 100% the re- sure the reason for that but our last sale on Slab Stocks Pro 198 on July 12th still $198 from 131 that's pretty good $60 increase for a dude who has been absolutely one of the best players in the league, and a $60 increase for a base card. When base cards have been dropping, Vlad Guerrero Jr. base prices have been rising. So Vlad Guerrero Jr., best hitter in the league. Now, the best pitcher, there is only one option, and that is Jacob deGrom. Now, we have Jacob deGrom's Tops Update rookie PSA 10 here, and let's just cover Jacob deGrom's stats a little bit here. He has 90, thrown 92 innings with a 1.08 ERA. Would have been a little bit better, but the Brewers got two home runs off of him the other day. He's only given up six home runs on the year, and two of those came to Brewers. Shout out Jace Peterson and Luis Urias. Or Urias, I don't remember how to say his last name. Um, 92 innings, 146 strikeouts to only 11 walks that's absurd 146 strikeouts in 92 innings is mind-bogglingly good and as long as Jacob de is in the National League I hate to say it but there's no hope for Brandon Woodruff Corbin Burns or Freddie Peral to get to get Cy Young awards I love them they're brewers they're amazing Brandon Woodruff is probably second in Cy Young right now and yet because of Jacob de there's no chance there's no chance he is unbelievably good He is the best pitcher I've ever seen, and I just clicked on the wrong thing. So Jacob deGrom, we've got a six month trend here, and you can see back six months ago, we're chilling at $187. We dropped all the way down to 166, and then he started pitching and this thing started rising. And again, this is a base card. This is a base card and you can see it here, went all the way up to $1,000, which is absolutely absurd and then crept back down, crept back down, rose up, 770 and now the last sale is $633. So from $187 six months ago to $633 for the best pitcher on the planet, pitchers don't get love usually, and yet Jacob deGrom with his 99-mile-per-hour fastball, his 101-mile-per-hour fastball, he's like 96-mile-per-hour slider, he is killing it. He's impossible to hit. You gave me 5000000 million at-bats. I would not be able to hit him. And uh, he's finally getting the love he deserves. Pitchers finally getting the love they deserve. So Jacob deGrom is our pitcher of the first half. Now, some of you are probably saying, dude, you went through a hitter, you went through a pitcher, and you still haven't mentioned Shohei Otani. How could you do that? Well, Otani, not the best hitter in the league. Really, really good. Leads the league in home runs. Not the best hitter in the league. Otani, really good pitcher. Not the best pitcher in the league, but you add them together, and all of a sudden you have the best player in the league. And so, Otani's stats he is hitting 279 with a 364 on base and a 698 slugging, which is good for 1,062 OPS, about 27 points lower than Flagro Jr., and a 178 OPS plus, which is about 25 points lower than flagrero jr insanely good insanely good but 25 points lower still four triples and 33 home runs he leads the league in both of those excuse me so that is really nice and then pitching side 13 games 67 innings he has a 3.49 era and 87 strikeouts in those 67 innings he's been really good on the pitching side Obviously, there was one really big blow up game there, seven runs in two thirds of an inning, or else these stats would be better. And so, Otani, best player in the league. He's worth 5.6 baseball reference wins above replacement. And you can see it here. You could have gotten his card for all the way down this Bowman Chrome rookie PSA 10, which much has been made of. You could have gotten this card for $47 six months ago in January. $47. Bucks and you could have sold it if you just held on now if you're me you would have probably sold it 150 or 100 because you're like i'm making 60 bucks but if you had the wherewithal to hold it you can see this trend and we've made a lot of, about this trend in the last couple of weeks it went all the way up 2,000 bucks 1970 and now it's down 1651 and uh 1651 is still a really good price. Now, is there some shenanigans going on with this card considering the slow climate it had and then all of a sudden it exploded? Probably. There's probably shenanigans going on, but that doesn't mean that it's not, you know, people still haven't been paying for it, right? And so uh, 47 dollars to $1,600, an unbelievable rise. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it in the card market especially the baseball card market in my entire life doing this and so this has been an an incredible rise for this Otani card and it's been an incredible rise for Otani and he is the player of the first half. Now on to the most disappointing player of the first half and for me that can be no none other than Juan Soto and I hate to rag on him because his stats really aren't that bad but Juan Soto his stats just aren't there and so we're looking at him and he's hitting 283 with a 407 on base and a 445 slugging honestly his 407 on base is like right around his career average and his 283 betting average is about 10 points lower than his career average um but his 445 slugging is way lower than his career average he's averaging a 535 slugging and that includes the 445 if he didn't have the 445 it would be way higher But he averages a 535 slugging in his career, and he's at 445. He's just not getting to his power. He's walking a ton. He's got 58 walks to 52 strikeouts. That's really good. And a 143 OPS plus, that's really nice. That is right in line with his first two years. Obviously, last year he was 223 in the shortened season, which was unbelievable. But his power is just not there. And I'm not 100% sure what to make of it. So get this. His home run rate is down 3 point, to 3.3%, which is a career low. But his strikeout rate is at 15.7, which is the second lowest in his career, and only 1.6 percentage points higher than last year. His walk rate is, down, is 17.5%, which is higher than his career average, but lower than last year of 20.9. Now, this is where things get interesting. His average exit velocity, 92.6, which is a career high. His hard hit rate, 54.1, which is a career high. His ground ball rate, though, 55.4, career high, and his line drive rate, 23.4, almost a career low. His rookie season, he had a lower one, but is a major drop-off, five-percentage-point drop-off from last year on line drive rate. And then his fly ball percentage is up, actually, from last year by 0.8%. So he's grounding out more, and he's line driving less, but he's hitting fly balls more, and he's hard, hard hit. Exit velocity is up, and yet, for some reason, his isolated power is way down 162. Um, his batting average balls in play is also down by 50 points from last year to this year. He was It was too high last year. This is more in line with what he's at with a 313. But his isolated power is a 162. His career average is 242 for isolated power at 162. He's been disappointing, even though a lot of his underlying stats are good. You would like him to ground out less. You'd like him to start hitting line drives a little bit more. And uh, I think he'll be fine. He's walking a ton. He still has the eye. So no matter what he does, a 407 on base is always going to play, no matter how poorly you're hitting the ball. If you're getting on base 40% of the time, you're good to go. But Juan Soto has definitely been disappointing. And we're looking at his graph. And we're six months on the Topps Chrome Update PSA 10. And a reminder, this is a base card. And so there are going to be drops in base card prices, unless you're Flagler Junior or Jacob deGrom, but most everyone else has base card drops. And this started at $490 six months ago, rose all the way up to $580 on March 29th. And then it's been a steady decline, as you can see, all the way down to $218 on July 14th. And so, you're mixing in both being disappointing as a hitter, um, especially from the power uh, standpoint. Average is fine, on base percentage is fine. He's just not getting the power. And so uh, that coupled with people just not caring about base cards as much, and you have a low of $218.51 in the last six months for this Juan Soto. That's really rough considering if people bought him at $580. That's tough because you are more than cut in half. Um, almost cut in thirds, honestly. And so uh, Juan Soto. Big old disappointment. And I have another Juan Soto tab up here. All right. So Juan Soto is the guy. Now on to the minor league hitter and pitcher of the year. And we'll start with the pitcher. And now, to be fair, I do not have... um. I don't have uh, graphs for them on Slab Sox Pro. Hopefully one day we will be able to get there. Our first guy is Shane Baz. Let me read off his some stats before we get into it. And Shane Baz, there's a lot of guys. I actually took a list on my phone and then didn't have it up. There's a lot of guys that I could have chosen from that would have been fine. Jake uh, Eater, Jake Miami. Ken Waldachuk, the Yankees, Logan Allen and Cleveland, Ethan Small, my Brewers, Grayson Rodriguez, Orioles, to name a few, are guys I could have chosen for the minor league pitcher of the year. But I went with Shane Baz, partially because I've been on the Shane Baz train for a long time, and partially because this is so unexpected. So, he has thrown... 19 innings at AAA and 32 innings at AA. He struck out over 13 guys per nine innings in both those stops. He's had an ERA under 2.5 in both those stops, including AAA, where he has a 1.42 ERA. He is striking guys out. He is not walking guys. Uh, he has a total of eight walks on the year. How unbelievable is that? So he has 77 strikeouts to eight walks in 51 innings. 51 innings. 77 strikeouts, 8 walks for a guy whose command was given a 40. So fangrafts gave him a 70 fastball, 60 curve ball, 40 changeup, 60 cutter, 40 command. And yet here he is. Ray's magic killing, 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 killing the minor leagues. And I love it because I was on the Shane Bass hype train a while ago when he got traded from the Pirates to the Rays. I said, I'm taking a gamble on I would take a gamble on him. And then, you know, injuries and whatnot. And all of a sudden I heard the Rays were going to change him into a reliever. And then I was a little bit off the Shane Bass hype train because I was like, well, if he's going to get turned into a reliever because they don't believe in his command, then, you know, there's not much value there. Well, fast forward, he is not a reliever. He is killing it. He is amazing in AA. He's been even better in AAA. And he looks like the next big thing for the Rays. He's somehow reigned in his command. Only eight walks in 51 innings. That's really, really good for a guy that was given a future 40 command. Shane Baz is the real deal. And you can see this here. July 9th, $170 for a PSA 10. But if we scroll down... On May 6th, you could have gotten the same card for $53. In fact, you could have got a blue wave PSA 10 for less than you could have gotten for $100, uh, $70 less than you could have got a base auto PSA 10. So Shane Baz has been unbelievable. There's a lot of guys with better ERAs. There's guys with more strikeouts. But when you add in his strikeouts to walks, considering where what they gave him for command... Shane Baz is the guy to me that has been been the most surprising because I wasn't expecting, you expect the strikeouts and somewhat I was expecting good ERAs, but I wasn't expecting him to start. And I wasn't expecting the walks to be so low. You know, if he has 77 strikeouts, 51 innings, I was kind of expecting like 30 walks. He doesn't have that. He has eight. It's been amazing to see him play. He's a stud. He's a stud. His stuff is nasty. And, Shane Baz is on his way now for the hitter of the year. This might come as a surprise to people, but I've got Cal Raleigh, Mariners catching prospect Cal Raleigh. There's a lot of guys I could have chosen from that what weren't Cal Raleigh, but I think it's interesting because he is a 24 year old catcher. Obviously, he sat out 2020, did not play, and yet here he is killing AAA. So in AAA, he hit 324 with a 377 on base and a 608 slugging. That's really, really good. You know, 985 OPS. That's really, really good. Um, he had 21 doubles, nine home runs, and a triple. So he had 31 extra base hits in 44 games. If you extrapolate that out, 44 games is basically a fourth of the season. 31, you're looking at 120. Extra base hits on a season for Cal Raleigh, including 80 80 doubles, you know, um, and 30 plus 36 home runs. So, Cal Raleigh has been incredible. He is just absolutely hitting the cover off the ball. He's getting on base seven percent walk rate. He's lowered his strikeout rate from last year to 12.6 percent. So, he's not he first time in triple A, he's walking. He's walking a little less, but he's striking out way less. And he's hitting the cover off the ball and he's hitting for power. Cal Raleigh is my minor league hitter of the first half. And you can see here, July 14th, somebody popped a Bowman Chrome auto for $68. And there's a couple that people popped for less here. You can't, I can't see the price on July 13th and July 13th, but they popped it for less. If you go all the way to the bottom, you would have seen 2150 May 1st. $26, $26, $16 $26, 26 $16 on April 21st, $16 on April 17th. And so, you know, you say $25 range for him. Well, if you're in the $25 range and now somebody's popping an auto for $68, bucks, you're doing pretty good. Uh, July 9th, $41. You're still making money. Considering he's a catcher, considering he's on the Mariners, and considering the Mariners have a number of prospects, Julio Rodriguez, it will be Marte, Jared Kelnick, who are significantly higher on the prospect list and in people's minds. The fact that you're making money on a guy like this is incredible to me. And so Cal Raleigh is my minor league pitcher of the or position player of the first half of 2021. That was my hitter of the MLB season or first half of the MLB season. My pitcher of the first half of the MLB season. My pos- my player. Shout out to Otani. He's not the best hitter. He's not the best pitcher. But when you combine it together, he is the best player. Juan Soto, very disappointing. But I expect to bounce back just like I expect to bounce back from a guy like Christian Yelich. He just went on part of my take. And now I expect him to hit, you know, a 1,000 home runs in the second half. And then shout out to Shane Baz and Cal Raleigh. If you would have said to me, Nathan, who do you expect to be two of the top performers by midseason 2021 for the minor league season? I would not have guessed those two guys but they are incredible. And if you are a Rays fan, if you can add Shane Bass to the rotation, and if you are a Mariners fan you get to add Cal Raleigh, especially because their catching situation is pitiful, you're in really good shape. And so shout out to those guys for really exceeding expectations. I hope you guys enjoyed this video today. Remember, Camp Kesem if you want to join in on the charity breaks, you can go to slapstocks.com shop. And if you want to join in on our Camp Kesem Night, if you're in Chicago, join our Camp Kesem Night on that Friday in Chicago at the National. And if you can't make it to Chicago, we will be putting out information on how to join the Camp Kesem Night via YouTube and Instagram and how you can join in on the festivities there, um, all to raise money for the kids so that they can have a little bit of peace and joy in their lives uh, when they're dealing with such you know, tough, tough things to deal with as a child. So anyways, thank you for listening to Dinging Corners today. I will talk to you guys again next time.